Welcome to this special edition of What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, recorded at the Cornet Global Podcast Parlor in Madrid, Spain, James Rodden Mogg explores generational generalizations. Hi, I'm James Rodden Mogg. I'm a director at Colliers International in our EMEA Corporate Solutions team. I'm going to talk to you today about why I think generalizing generations is a bad idea. What is a millennial? Depending on who you believe, the millennial is anyone born between the mid-1980s and the early 2000s, and therefore entering the workforce between 2005 and 2015. Current workplace design trends are making great efforts to accommodate the needs of the millennial, that fictional beast. But how can you define the needs of such a wide variety of people? I want to spend a moment picking apart the value in generational generalization, if you can say that without mixing up your words, and looking, in, uh, looking at other ways of grouping people instead. The first idea that pops into my mind when imagining a millennial is a trendy startup entrepreneur wearing a beard and loafers with no socks and skinny jeans. Actually, the office-occupying class of 1984 includes a high-vis bedaubed structural engineer, a jeans-wearing architect, and a pin-striped banker, and all the rest, with all very different priorities in life. It doesn't really matter that they were born in the same decade. They're very, very different types of people with different aspirations, different outlooks, and a different aptitude. So how can such a generalization be applied when trying to design a common workplace for the millennial? I'll let you decide that yourself. As somebody who is on the border between Generation X and the Millennials, I find it very hard to identify with either group, particularly with the skinny jeans beardy types. It annoys me when such pointless generalizations are applied, especially when the group's values are bundled in together. Apparently we, by which I mean loosely the Millennials, are more focused on job satisfaction than the resulting level of reward. Try telling that to a 1990s-ite who has the choice of a nicer office or an additional 10K on their salary. There seems to be a belief that modern offices need to be specifically millennial-ready. However, I think this is a bit of a red herring. Workplace needs are according to job or personality type rather than a generational difference. To me, it's a no-brainer that a happy worker is a productive worker, no matter what their age, and I think the following agreements between employer and employee provide the key. Firstly, by offering employees the environment in which they can flourish and excel in their job. Secondly, by ensuring that employees feel trusted and respected by their colleagues. And thirdly, by providing employees the freedom to manage their own work life. On the surface, these three things seem more HR than corporate real estate, but increasingly the workplace environment has become much more considered as part of the employee package. It needs to enable all of these three things, and it's not necessarily something that will cost the business a lot if done correctly. Certainly, the return on investment in, in fit-out 
will be paid back in employee productivity, recruitment fees, and business performance. Recently, I attended a useful internal training session around personality profiling, where we learned about the different types of personality, primarily the introvert and the extrovert. These classifications are surely better tags to be applied to groups of people when considering the working environment. Classing a person as an extrovert is cross-generational, cross-generational, and much more relevant. Professions can largely be grouped together. Accountants or IT consultants are perhaps more likely to be in the introvert camp, whereas the insurance and banking industries are more likely to be extroverted. And you can probably include the, the property industry in that as well. Using these groupings allows a workplace designer to create a productive environment for their specific use, rather than, a, rather than just a small part of their workforce. But perhaps I'm falling into that generalization trap as well. A person's productivity can be affected by many different factors, irrespective of introvert or extroverted behavior. Perhaps mood or social calendar or the day of the week could have an influence as well. Or even, being a Brit, the weather. So perhaps workplace design should look at the basics instead. Natural light, comfort and simplicity. Add in reliable IT and you might be close to achieving a productive workplace. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.